Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Daily Devotion, Episode 39, Chapter 42. Today, we're reviewing and reading through chapter 42. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal each broadcast is to word, read the Word of God, comment and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. So we're going to get started, and we're reading back in the basic Bible edition today. Chapter 42, now Jacob, hearing that there was grain in Egypt, said to his sons, why are you looking at one another? And he said, I have news that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and get grain for us so that life and not death may be ours. So Joseph's 10 brothers went down to eat to get grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with them for fear, as he said, that some evil may be, come to him might come to him. And the sons of Israel came with all the others to get grain, for they were very short of food in the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was the ruler over all the land, and it was he who gave out the grain to all the people of the land, and Joseph's brothers came before him and went down on their faces to the earth. And when Joseph saw his brothers, it was clear to him who they were, but they made he made himself strange to them, and talking roughly to them, he said, where do you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan, to get food. Now, though Joseph saw that these were his brothers, they had no idea who he was. Then the memory of his dreams about them came back. And Joseph, back to Joseph, and he said to them, you have come secretly to see how poor the land is. And they said, not so, my Lord, your servants have come with money to get food. And we are all one man's sons, and we are true men and have not come with any secret purpose and he said to them no but you have come to see how poor the land is and they said we are your servants 12 brothers sons of one man in the land of Canaan the youngest is now with our father and one is dead and Joseph said it is as I said you have come with some secret purpose but in this way you will be put to the test by the life of Pharaoh you will not go away from this place till your youngest brother comes here Send one of your number to get your brother and the rest of you will be kept in prison so that your words may be tested to see if you are true. If not, by the life of Pharaoh, your purpose is certainly secret. So he put them in prison for three days. Now the third day, Joseph said to them, do this if you would keep your lives, for I am a God-fearing man. If you are true men, let one of you be kept in prison while you go and take the grain for the needs of your families. And come back to me with your youngest brother so that your words may be seen true and you will not be put to death and this is what you are to do. And they said to one another, truly, we did wrong to our brother, for we saw his grief of mind and we did not give ear to his prayers. And that is why this trouble has come on us. And Reuben said to them, did I not say to you, do the child no wrong, but you gave no attention. So now the punishment has come on us for his blood. 
And they were not conscious that the sense of their words was clear to Joseph, for he had been talking to them rough through one who had knowledge, as though one who had no knowledge of their language. And turning away from them, he was overcome with weeping. Then he went on talking to them again and took Simeon and put chains on him before their eyes. Then Jacob, Jacob, or excuse me, Joseph gave orders for their bags to be full of grain and for every man's money to be put back into his bag and for the food to be given to them for their journey, which was done. Then they put the bags of grain on their asses and went away. And now at their night's resting place, one of them, opening his bag to give his ass some food, saw the money in the mouth of the bag. And he said to his brothers, my money has been given back. It is in my bag. Then their hearts became full of fear and turning to one another, they said, what is this which God has done to us? So when they came to Jacob, their father in the land of Canaan, they gave him an account of all of their experiences, saying, the man who was the ruler of the country was rough with us and put us in prison, saying that we had come with a secret evil purpose. And when he said to when we said to him, we are true men and have no evil designs. We are 12 brothers, sons of our father. One is dead and the youngest is now with our father in the land of Canaan. And the ruler of the land said, in this way, I may be certain that you are true men. Let one of you be kept here with me while you go and take grain from the needs of your families and come back to me with your youngest brother. Then I will be certain that you are true men and I will give your brother back to you and let you do trade in the land. And when they took the grain out of their bags, it was seen that every man's parcel of money was in the bag. And when they and their father saw the money, they were full of fear. And Jacob, their father, said to them, you have taken away my children from me. Joseph is gone and Simeon, Simeon is gone. And now you would take Benjamin away. All these things have come upon me. And Reuben said, put my two sons to death. If I come, do not come back to you with him. Let him be in my care and I will give him safely back to you. And he said, I will not let my son go down with you for his brother is dead and he is all I have. If evil overtakes him on the journey, then through you, my great head will go down to the underworld in sorrow. So in a different version here, this last verse, it, um, the I believe it's the NIV that says that my life is tied up in the lad. And so I, I cannot speak to the grieving that a parent would have at the loss of a child. However, I do know that scripturally, we our lives really need to be tied up in God. And so I wanna say that very gently. Um, and I cannot, I, I, my heart goes out to those who have lost children. But in this instance, we see that um, Jacob played favorites and he also was holding back Benjamin because he was afraid. And you know, we really need to trust the Lord with our children. Um, we have to believe that God has, he loves them as much as we do, or, or maybe even more than what we do, because we can't love completely as the Lord does. But in this particular story, I, I just wanted to show that it's, it, it, it's not said in the scripture. So this is totally, totally my opinion, my commentary, um, not anything that's in the scripture, but it appears that Joseph is testing his brothers to see if they've changed in any way. Are they going to be truthful, truthful? Even when he went out to them before he was sold into slavery, they had a, a deceptive plan in their hearts. And it appears he's testing to see, have they learned anything in the 13 years that Joseph has been gone from them? And so he, he puts them to this test and he also blesses them and he recognizes that now he can see the purpose for what he's been through 
and he can see the dreams that he had as a young man coming true. You know, and it's during those times that we need to be really careful that we don't lord it over others. When we really see God's plan and we start to come into, oh, this was God's plan. This is what God has chosen for me. It doesn't really have anything to do with uh, my brothers or my father. So, you know, sometimes we are in a hard place and, and we'd like to say it's the enemy. We would like to say it was somebody else's fault. But sometimes... It's really God working out character issues in our own life. And I know that's a hard word, but, you know, we really have to come to the place where we have to decide, is God really in charge of my life all the time or not? We can't pick and choose when good things happen. He's in charge. And when bad things happen, he's not or the other way around. As I said a few days ago, that people tend when bad things happen, they question, where is God? So I just want you to think about that today. You know, whatever situation you're in, are you trusting him with your own life and with the life of your children? Let me pray for you today. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this revelation, Lord, that you have a plan for our life. And sometimes it takes us into hard places. Sometimes you're trying to work character out in our life. Sometimes you're trying to work out things in other people's lives. But, Father, if we stay the course and stay true to you and stay true to your purposes, that you will bring us out in the end and your purposes will be revealed. And not only your purposes, Father, but even we'll be promoted, Father. We can say that Joseph went from a pit to slavery to the palace. And, Lord, you did some mighty work in in uh, Joseph during that time. And so, God, I ask if any of us that are listening are in a pit or if we're in prison, Father, that you would be with us, that you'd cause us to become who you would have us be so that we can move into our position of what you would have us be. And so we love you today. We bless you today. We say you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no other but you, O oh God. And we love you today. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you for listening. I'm Cynthia Martin, and you can find more about me and what I do at realliferevised.com. Be sure to go over to the website and subscribe to the email list. And the reason you would want to do that is so that you can find out all the different things that I'm uh, hosting online and live. So next time we'll be discussing chapter 43. Until then, may you be filled with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes. See you next time on Daily Devotion. God bless you and have a fabulous day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.